0: It's about the freedom and flexibility the money affords. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I hope you're doing well and having an amazing day so far. Happy New Year to you. In the start of the year, it's often a time that we are looking at or thinking about goals that we want to achieve and so today we are talking about the compound effect of taking small steps to reach your goals. So taking those small steps that lead to that ultimate goal that you have for yourself. I think often lawyers are wanting to play full out. We wanna do above and beyond and you know all that kind of stuff. And I think sometimes because of that mindset or that desire to do things really big, sometimes we think if we're not doing the most amazing, most outrageous, over-the-top thing that it's not worth getting started at all. But that is just not realistic when you're thinking about your goals. So if you're not doing anything to manage your money right now, like you don't have a plan, you're not paying attention to where you're spending, you're running up your credit cards, not saving, all of that, your first step is probably not gonna be saving $30,000, for example, Right? We want to start with something that's more doable for where you are, even if it's not the most amazing thing that you've ever heard. So you want to look for that step that gets you moving in the right direction. What's something that you can do that moves you closer to the $30,000 goal that you have? Think about the $30,000 goal as almost a guiding star or a compass. This is the direction that I'm headed in, right? What step gets me closer to that? Because when you set that $30,000 goal as the the only goal that you have, it's going to be a lot harder to take action on it because it feels so far from where you are. So what's the step that's not that different from where you are now, not that far from where you're starting, but it's incrementally better? A great example of this is when I started working with a trainer. I turned 34 and I was like, all right, hold up. I'm in my mid 30s. I'm on my way to 40, I need to be better about taking care of myself. And so I started working with this trainer and I do three days of weights and two days of cardio. And when I started, I couldn't shoulder press with the 10 pound weight. Like I couldn't even lift it up. And then we dropped down to the eights and I still couldn't do it. And then fives. And we had to drop all the way down to three pound weights so that I could get them up with the proper form. But now I can press with the bar, which is 45 pounds. Similarly, I started out squatting with a 40-pound dumbbell, and now I squat more than my body weight. I didn't get to either of those overnight. I couldn't have done it overnight. We had to gradually add a little bit more weight, a little bit more weight as my muscles got stronger. It's the same thing here. So if your money muscle is weak, you're not used to working out, you don't typically lift, right? you're not going to go straight to the 45-pound bar or to squatting more than your body weight. You're going to start with the three-pound weights, and then let's just see you know, where you spent your money, for example. And then that step is going to get you closer to where you want to be with your goals. And so now you're doing that, let's add something, right? Let's create a plan for how you want to use your money this month. And then maybe you have a thousand dollar savings goal and then a five thousand dollar savings goal and so on so like you don't start at the thirty thousand dollars that's like starting at lifting your body weight right you're gonna figure out those smaller steps that get you to the thirty thousand dollars and you're gonna build on those over time so all of those other parts that you're doing the smaller savings goals you know figuring out where your money's going all of that That's stuff that you have to do to get to that $30,000 goal anyway. So you look for those small steps that lead you in the direction of the goal that feel more manageable because it's not such a big difference from what you're already doing. And as you keep taking those small steps forward, you also build trust with yourself. When you keep setting these really ambitious goals and not hitting them, then you start to believe that you're not gonna do it, right? You start to lose trust that you can follow through because. You keep creating this track record of not following through. But when you focus on the small step forward, it's so attainable that you inevitably do it and you set the next goal, right? Take that next small step and you start creating a track record of hitting your goals and winning. And that feels so much better and is much more motivating. Plus, you have to hit those smaller steps to get to that bigger goal anyway, So let's look at what those things are and not bypass them or discount them or whatever. Aim for something that's achievable, that feels doable for you, that you're actually going to do and you're actually going to stick to because that's how you ultimately make progress. So going back to our $30,000 goal example, if you are coming from doing nothing don't even open my bank account, I swipe and hope for the best, I run out of money sometime. Like if that's the starting point, saving $30,000 feels a whole lot further away and a whole lot bigger than say saving $1,000. 30,000 feels impossible or it feels like maybe I could do it, but it would be a stretch and a miracle, right? When you set those really big goals like that, often you get discouraged because you're looking at this huge goal and you're so far away from where you wanna be. That was one of the things for my husband and me during our debt journey, and one of the reasons why I really like the debt snowball method, because we started with $670,000 of debt, and it felt like so much, and we were looking at the total amount, and it felt like we were never going to get there, but when we could look at just the smallest loan, it was only $1,500, and then the next one was like $2,000, and then the next one was $3,500, right? So these smaller amounts that made up that huge total, and those felt much more doable, So we just focused on each next loan and we were able to stick with it and ultimately pay off all of our student loans, which were almost $500,000 of that total. So look for the small steps that lead you towards your ultimate goal, because when you're able to just focus on that next small step, you're much more likely to stay on track with what you're trying to do. You can see yourself actually making progress. You see yourself accomplishing the smaller goals and you're like, okay, I'm doing it right. This is going to work. And you build that trust and that confidence in yourself that you can achieve your goal. And ultimately, you end up hitting that bigger goal that you were aiming for anyway. So make sure that as you come into this new year and you're thinking about your goals, that you think about the smaller goals that will lead you in the right direction and lead to that ultimate goal that you have. Take those small steps and keep yourself moving forward towards your goals this year. And if you'd like help with identifying those small steps and staying on track with them, Join us in Money Mastery. You can get started at rowthomas.com join. All right, that is it for this week's episode. Please take a second and think of a friend or two who would find this episode helpful and share it with them. That helps the show to grow and it helps us to get this information in the hands of more lawyers. So thank you in advance. As we close out, friend, I pray that you take the information you learn here, apply it in your life, and open up to the realization that wealth is available to you. As you do that consistently, week after week, you'll continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.